You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I'm your host, One Click Lindsay. Thanks for joining us today. So today's interview is so cool because I interview a guy named Nicholas Upchurch, and he is the owner, the CEO, the founder of The Love Organization, a media company that you can find out more at theloveorganization.com. But why is this interview so darn awesome? Because Nicholas is going to talk to us about a major failure he had back in 2008, like everybody else, right? 2008 was a rough year for a lot of people. But Nicholas put his heart and soul into a supplements company, and he was doing all the online marketing thing, and he lost thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And he tells us all about it. So we're, we're doing a little therapy session here with Nicholas today. But what comes out of this interview is it's not a negative interview. Nicholas actually teaches us a lot of life lessons that in our quest for online marketing success, we can actually take from his failures and learn and apply them. So make sure you listen to today's interview. So before that, my two items of business that we've been doing before I jump into interviews. First and foremost, what's happening over on the Traffic and Leads Ultimate Membership Program, which you can find out more about at trafficandleadsmembership.com. We had a question this week, which was, hey, Lindsay, or one click, of course, that I like to be called. I have a problem. My new online marketer, she wants to go in and create, or actually, I think it was her assistant. My assistant wants to go and create some Facebook ads going to my email list, but I don't want to give her my username and password to my AWeber account because I've been working for so many years on creating this list. I don't want her to like steal it or ruin it or compromise it in any way. How can I help her create those lookalike audiences so she doesn't get her names on the names or her hands on the names and emails in my list. Simple as that. I created a quick tutorial video for this gal in my Traffic and Leads Ultimate Resource Membership Program that taught her how to export that audience from AWeber, which is super easy, and you can just upload that right into Facebook. I know it sounds kind of complicated, and when I say the word pixel or lookalike audience, everyone like runs screaming for the corners because it sounds a little technical, but I promise this video was less than one minute. I gave it to her, she uploaded her own email list into her Facebook account, and then allowed her assistant to create the Facebook ads accordingly. So, pretty cool. It was a real simple video, it solved her problem. But those are just the kind of problems that we're solving out there in the Traffic and Leads Ultimate Resource Membership Program. Um, Not only that, but her employees are members of that program. She only had to pay the one membership fee and all of her her little VAs, not little, her VAs are members of that private Facebook group and we hold their hands through this entire Traffic and Leads process. So again, for those that don't know what it is, Traffic and Leads Membership, Dot com essentially 49 bucks we hold your hand through all this traffic and lead stuff landing pages email sequences whatever the case may be we are out there to help you plus you get free trainings and you get to hear from me a lot so today we're going to highlight before we jump into this awesome interview we're going to highlight a quick blog that i love to read you go to claire pels.com c-l-a-i-r 
E-P-E-L-L-S.com. She is a Facebook marketing ninja. And I just really like the way that she writes. She writes very entertaining. She also has a podcast. And uh, if you're just, if you're interested in this Facebook marketing thing, of course, read OneClickLindsay.com where I visit the subject so many different times. But Claire also has a really interesting take on Facebook marketing and she just tells it like it is. And I just love her style. So I wanted to give a shout out. It's a really cool blog. Go check it out. So let's dive into my interview with Mr. Upchurch. I think you guys are really going to like it. Hey, Nicholas, welcome to the program today. Hello, Lindsay. How are you? Very well. So I'm really excited to hear all about your story. Today, you're going to tell us a story of, I don't I don't necessarily want to call it failure, but yes. you tried and it didn't work out. How about that? That's, that's nicer that's right. to say. Yes, that's right. And we're going to help a lot of people get more leads and more traffic and really make that traffic pay so they actually make money long term. So I'm excited Which, about that. Yep, that's why we're here. So I'm going to kind of turn the time over to you. I kind of want you to uh, tell us a little bit about your business right now, how you make money, and uh, basically a little bit more about Nicholas. Sure. So my name's Nicholas Upchurch. I'm CEO and founder of a company called Love. I have a show, Believe, at believeitunes.com. And we help people to have success. We do a lot of great things. We talk about money and business and personal development and some spiritual things as well. But why I'm here is to talk about a specific story where things weren't working. And actually, if you go through time and we go through history, Abraham Lincoln, you can look up his history. I think he went bankrupt a few times. He wasn't elected a lot of times and he he lost and, you know, and if you go to Disney World and you watch a, a thing at Hollywood Studios, I was just there this past weekend, you know, Walt Disney tried to open a studio in Kansas City and he failed and he went to Hollywood with a cardboard suitcase and had nothing. So I think the failures are really uh, what you can learn from. Michael Jordan said recently he's failed at making game-winning shots far more times than he's actually made the shot and he learned from that failure. And so you can go through things like that and, and uh, find out, you know, there are some really great people that say, actually, the failure is where everything is at. And so it's okay if things don't work. And I want to talk about something. I've had a couple companies over time, but back in 2007 and 2008, uh, acai and, uh, it's a supplement. So supplements were big online. I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars were coming in through CPA networks and affiliate promotions. And people probably remember, you know, lose weight with acai berry and uh, all of the ads. And you might remember that Lindsay. So you couldn't miss it because they were everywhere. So yeah, Dr. Phil, all those people, right? Yeah, exactly. And you know, there are a lot of, um, there was a lot going on. I was younger, so I was about 26, 27, something like that. So um, during that time, I was trying to get something going. There was an info products and different things on supplement lines. And, you know, the thing about info products, and we, we love them because they're great case studies, but things change so quickly online. So you can, uh, a lot of times, things will change so quickly. By the time the info product comes out, the the actual techniques that are being used could be actually 
winding down. They may not be working as well anymore. So that's something really a great note to think about. You can use all the info products and, you know, the creator might not have a bad intention, but things move so quickly that you want to adapt any info product you're sort of using or reading to what's currently going on. So the most valuable thing you can do is look at all the ads being run. There are sites like adbeat.com, I believe, and they show you all the top ads online. And you can see who's spending a lot of money. And generally, who's spending a lot of money on ads, hopefully a good portion of those people will be making a lot of money. And you can go through and look at all their specifics, their, their funnel. You can go to similarweb.com and see where they're getting traffic. You can find every specific. You can become a customer, see what their upsells are. You can really look and pay attention. So I didn't even know that much at this time. We're talking about seven, excuse me, eight, nine years ago. I was trying to get something going again. I think I read the four-hour work week with Tim Ferriss. He sold supplements, right? So mm -hmm. <laughs> I was looking at this and I'm thinking, okay, I want to get this going. This is really popular. So I developed a supplement line and also I was Hold on in one second. Were you a scientist? What, what, what's your background that you thought I'm going to go create a supplement? Sure. So I played football at the University of Michigan. Uh, I was really into health and fitness. Uh, the only quote unquote job I had was managing a large gym before I started affiliate marketing in like 2004 after okay. I graduated. So I had a bit of an athletic background and, um, and, so I was able to come up with a supplement line and develop. Actually, I wanted to go all out. So, Lindsay, I spent so much time with the labels and, you know, the fulfillment center and uh, the, the brand names and the website. And I didn't pay attention. And what I would write down, if, you know, you help. You do such a courageous thing. You help so many people with their businesses and actually you're you're taking your time to do this and it's such an honor to talk to you but if I were somebody listening I would write down you know every single little detail you want to pay attention to because I didn't I got caught up in the the dream you know that mm -hmm. it's a good thing to help people with supplements and that it was successful and I thought I didn't pay attention to the ads and what was really going on with the traffic and and at that time and I want to get into some more specifics now, Lindsay, like basically the the landing pages were sometimes there were sort of testimonials that weren't real. There were before and after pictures that weren't real. And how do you know? How do you know they weren't real? Well, the FTC, you just know now? Yeah, the FTC came in, uh, oh. you know, the government and there were there were issues. People, unfortunately, Oprah's picture was being used. Dr. Oz you know, and different things. And there were some problems with CPA networks. And my thought at that time was that, well, actually people will buy from me because I'm going to be honest and I'm not going to run those landing pages. And I'm going to um, have my, you know, I'm going to win in other ways, meaning I'm going to bring more value or, or compete on price or, or something else. And I did, I spent so much time developing the products thinking that this would work but the cost of the customer, meaning it with those landing pages that were being used and those fake blogs and things like that, and not all supplement sellers online were using them, but the ones making a lot of money that I happened to see and pay attention to the most, that was happening. And, it, and basically my point is, 
you're, you have to look at every detail because the cost of that customer in that case was so much higher if I didn't do that to make the whole business not work. <laughs> so, right. so back yeah. to the info product. Yeah. Was the info product specifically how to sell supplements online and make millions or yes. was it more broad than that? No, oh, it wow. was, that, was, that was it. That was the one that was really exciting and they really did it. And I don't know if they used fake landing pages. I don't think, you know, I think there were a lot of things going on. The affiliates were different than the, uh, the vendors, meaning, you know, and now there are new rules for, and you're probably aware. I mean, now affiliates have to, there, there's some responsibility and I'm not really in that space anymore, but I know things happen and I, I sold my whole thing for a loss. I mean, I lost thousands of dollars because I refused. And you know, I had friends of friends that made a million dollars on that in a few months and really nothing happened. And, uh, I just didn't want to take the chance and, you know, but I know, you know, there were people that lost their merchant accounts and might, may have been blacklisted from visa and things like that. And my point is, if you don't look at every detail, every single detail of what competitors are doing, not to copy them, but to pay attention to the possible costs of traffic, how much it will actually cost to get a customer and you spend all of your time uh, developing a product, especially a physical product, and that can take months. Lindsay, you know this. I mean, you've done really great work. And even an info product that's not a physical product can take months or a month, even if you outsource it, because outsourcing can be good, but it can be tough, actually, to get high quality. But if you spend all that time and you don't pay attention to every detail of all the competition, what advantages they may have, and look really in-depth into each detail, you could waste a lot of time, and actually it could kill the whole business. And by the way, I didn't have patience, and I didn't have a ton of money. I could have tried to sell on radio and do a few more things, but I was so frustrated, and that's another thing. I'm not perfect. I've done well with other things, millions of dollars of sales, but I've lost before too, a lot of money a couple times. So um, I wasn't that patient. And, you know, I could have taken it and gone to radio. I ran at that time, there was a, you could run radio ads on online bid for spots, which is now out of business. Google radio, actually Google used to run through AdWords radio ads. And so you could buy radio ads. I did not know that. <laughs> yes. So I tried other things, but I didn't put enough money into it and I didn't have that much. So, so that's some of the story. Yes. And wow. Is that, I mean, like out of all, I mean, you, you said that you've run lots of businesses, you've had a lot of successes and a lot of failures. Is this like the thorn in your side? No, I actually, I, I was young. I actually think it was great. I'm actually, it's a story that I think is valuable because I think people, the majority of people are trying to get something going and it can be tough. And if people are just like, Hey, I, I accomplished something. I'm great. I've never failed. And I don't think anybody really does that, but I don't know that that helps people. I, I think that actually to hear the reality, the reality is, you know, I think 10% of all businesses actually make money at any time. Like I'm talking mm -hmm. about any business. So that's reality. And I think people can be encouraged that they can be part of that by really analyzing every detail of people's traffic, their funnels, what advantages they might, for example, their merchant account, they may, somebody might be, have a bad deal with a merchant account, be paying, I don't know, 7%. It depends, you know, I mean, 
some companies with info products, as you know, I don't want to name it, but they charge like 20% or they take out a large amount. Other, another person could find a way to be paying 2% for Visa and MasterCard to take payments online. And, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, if you, you might not see it when you go to a website, but there are little things. They may be, they may have a, people calling people on the back end. They may be selling their email list, which I don't advise, but they may be renting it to other people. There may be ways they're making money that basically could make the business profitable or not. And if you don't pay attention to all those things, you may not have a business. And you don't even know what's happening behind closed doors anyway, right? Like they may look successful, but they may be hurting. That's right. Amazon, I don't, I don't think Amazon is actually profitable. You know, the, the stock is worth a lot and, and mm-hmm. I'm sure they take salaries that are pretty large at the top. And, you know, but I don't believe Uber is losing billions from what I understand. So they're, they're playing a gross revenue game. You know, they're, they have a lot of sales. They want users, but they're not even making money. In fact, they're losing money. So you're right. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Let's talk about your pain a little bit more because that's a lot of fun, Nicholas. Yes. It's <laughs> important, actually. <laughs> Um, so you go into this, you're like, I'm going to, I have this info product. The guys promised me millions. I mean, we've heard, I mean, you see ads on Facebook all the time for this, right? Mm-hmm. So the guys promising me millions. If I do this, how much money did you come to this little endeavor with? Were you like armed with 5,000 bucks and you put that all towards the supplements mm-hmm. and none towards advertising? Tell me how you split it and what you came with. Oh, thank you. That's actually a great question. Actually, you ask great questions. I've noticed that. And actually life is all about asking the right questions. And so that's another thing. I've noticed that I've listened to some of your podcasts. And if I was a listener, I would listen to all of your podcasts and actually really do what you say, because I think you ask great questions. So Lindsay, um, I, I don't, you know, I didn't have enough money to like, I put way too much into the product. I think probably 20 grand. And I think I sold everything for 20 grand, but I lost like, I didn't lose a year. I mean, in a way I gained Um, was it painful? Yes, because my life was really about money and I have a little money now and it's a lot easier when you have a little money. But for a long time, I didn't, you know, there was a time where I did, then I didn't. And then I tried to get something else going. I transitioned to this supplement line. That was me getting something else going. It didn't work. And then you try other things, but yeah, you know, I didn't have the patience after I put 20 grand into the inventory. So I think I had you know, thousands of bottles at a fulfillment center. Uh, and I think it was like 10 or 11 products and, um, I wanted everything perfect. And then, you know, I was going to, I I didn't test enough. Like basically like you have other people on the show that are really, really great at testing. You have to have a large enough sample size. And I wanted like it to win immediately. And if it didn't, I was like ticked off, you know? So, (laughs) So I, yeah, yeah, I I didn't like think, oh, you know, I need a thousand clicks to really get an idea. And another thing, I didn't set myself up for small victories. So like, instead of thinking I'm going to run a hundred clicks and if I don't get a sale, like I'm going to bail on this whole project, like get an email opt-in and like, see like, oh, that makes me feel good. Like people like my emails. And then now I can edit my sales page and make them want to buy more and, and test Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people are either... You just te- didn't do any of that. No. So is that what you're saying? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Were you tempted to do the whole false landing page thing and kind of, you know, Definitely. get your mom to write a testimonial? But you did you ever do that no. then? 
No. You were but never I think, desperate enough to put your no, especially fake pictures and things like that. I mean, I think I think anybody, you know, it crosses their mind, especially, you know, we're all human. And I think part of it, part of being human in a business, I mean, we do the best we can. But I didn't do it, and I'm proud that I didn't do it. And I had friends making a lot of I'm, I talk, I'm talking about like over a million dollars in four months, and they weren't actually creating the landing pages. But I'm not sure, you know, you know, probably they had affiliates maybe doing that. I don't know for sure, but probably in my mind, you know, I'm thinking this is the only way this is working. This is how wow. you get like friends of friends, not like my best friend from high school or something, but <laughs> people you meet at uh, affiliate summit or whatever. And I mean, a lot of people were doing it. It was, it was a big thing. It was hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, it was, so if you go to one of those ad conferences at like ad tech and all the, CPA, all the CPA networks had these offers. And so, you know, it was a big issue at that time and people do the best they can. I mean, there's stuff in the government going on (laughs) where, you know, people are, you know, it's like a fine line. Like, where do you, you know, where do you want to be honest enough? And then where, you know, you're trying to, yeah. And it's advertising. So we're all kind of both looking our best, right? Right. You're trying to, right. You're trying to be honest. You try to, I don't know, almost everybody on an interview or something has tried to present themselves in the best way. But I think like, you know, for me, Oprah's picture and Dr. Oz and, and fake pictures and all of that in terms of they didn't use a product at all. I didn't do that. Kudos to you. Kudos to you. Because, yeah, a lot of people would have done that, especially to recoup the cost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. No, I mean, I got a list of all the CPA networks or something, and I sent out an email blast just to sell the inventory. I don't know what the guy did who bought it, but I broke even. I mean, he got a great deal. I don't even know if he – it ended up becoming a bad – like there started to be people getting in trouble and I, I got out of it before that. But it was it was something where and again, the people doing it, it was just a tough thing. People do tough things all the time and people make mistakes and then they they pay for them and then they're good people again. So everybody makes mistakes. But I think paying attention to every detail of how people are getting their leads and how much it's costing your competitors and every part of their sales funnel and what their product is includes and are they calling customers like uh, every way they're making money and really what the quality is and how much money that traffic you have to spend just to test. I mean, I have a friend that goes over hundreds of thousands of keywords uh, for a jobs website. Somebody could try to compete with that and think, oh, I see this guy's probably making money. Like I'm going to start a jobs website, but you have to get a full understanding of what it would really take to compete at whatever product you're going to produce. Wow. Yeah. And so my next question was going to be, if you had to do it all over again, what would you do differently? But it sounds like you would just do a whole lot more homework. Yeah, I think, I think, and Lindsay, that's a great question. I think that the truth is, you know, I probably would choose, and people say this and it's so funny, but maybe I did the right thing by failing. I don't know, because, you know, eventually my whole life changed. I've done other things. This was eight like I said, eight, nine years ago. So I've done other things since then. But I think that probably that, you know, kicked me in the butt even more. Eventually, somehow I'm on the path I'm on. There was a lot of pain. You mentioned that. I mean, it feels like crap when you're not winning and you're Mm -hmm. not making money. And that seems like our society is set up that that equals success is making money. And you focus on it 
and you give yourself, you know, I didn't have a family. I could put all my time into it and you fail at that and you're focused just on that. You can feel like really bad. But actually, eventually things opened up. Uh, it's a lot easier for me to say that because I did have some success after that. But in terms of money, but the real success is actually, you know, learning these lessons. There is actually beauty in the pain. It's a lot easier to say that after you've had some good times, but everybody's had good times. And at the end of the day, after you get your survival taken care of, those challenges are probably why we're here. So that we're here on this planet to find the beauty in that pain. And that is a tough thing to do, even for me now, even knowing that. So it sounds to me, and I'm probably reading into your words, Nicholas, sure. that when you were younger, it seemed like maybe you were more financially driven than you are today. Are you not very financially driven today? Or do you just have enough that you don't have to worry about it? Well, I don't. It just It's relative, right? You know, I live in a nice building. Last year, I lived in Puerto Rico with uh, a, a unit, uh, an apartment with no windows, like, you know, in old San Juan. So it was the coolest area. But now I, have, I live on the ocean in a high rise and it's I have an ocean view. But, you know, I've had like both, you know, uh, I've been to 33 countries. Yeah, I was. I thought success was, you know, you watch The Apprentice, you know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. I thought that that's what we're that's what we're raised to think that money mm -hmm. is success but I can tell you that everything's relative we're all everybody listening to this most people have an iPhone uh you know we're all rich and and by the way I went to Colombia and different places 5 6 years ago and saw some people are actually wealthy and some very poor in different places and I still didn't it it yeah it hit me when I saw it but it's like you know I felt like I should be thankful then. And then I go back and I feel bad because I'm not making a billion dollars or whatever. And it's just that's how we're raised. And I think that the reality is I can't sit here and say that I can't run my business with money and I'm going to have to make money. But I would say there is a bigger picture. You know, if we had free energy and we had replicators, which we already have 3D printers, we wouldn't really and we would just need money to trade. We wouldn't even necessarily need money. So, mm -hmm. you know, money is uh, it's an interesting topic. But right now, we all need it. And, you know, we all need it to live. And, and it allows us to do a lot of things. So it's a good thing to try to do the best you can. I don't think that's a bad thing. And I've always thought that. And I think that now as well. Fair enough. Now, let's talk about your business today. How much... Um, how involved are you in online traffic and leads generation? Do you do landing pages, email sequences, Facebook ads? Pick your poison. What sure. do you, what do you I've do? I've done it all. I've done it all. Today, we have a podcast that believe iTunes.com, but you know, I'm, I'm really focused on different things. I'm focused on this show, but over time, over since 2004, I've done SEO. I've done everything. I've, I mean, almost everything. So over time, I've done everything. Now, you know, in terms of podcasts, in terms of developing a show on YouTube, running AdWords for YouTube, getting subscribers, um, getting things to sell, understanding that you either need to sell an info product on a show or sell, you know, we're going to probably sell other things and also uh, getting traffic and getting views and having a studio that's good enough and you know, we're on YouTube as well. So video and audio. And so but over time, I mean, I've done a lot, you know, you run Facebook ads, it's expensive. 
you know, you're competing mm-hmm. with apps. So apps, especially for like a podcast, you know, you find articles, uh, run Facebook traffic and build your podcast. Well, you know, it can be like $2 a click. And then like maybe 10, 10% of those people will even listen to a podcast. And then 1% of those will subscribe, hopefully more. Right. But Anyway, it's so like is that, is that why you went to YouTube? So, right. are you are you heavily invested in yeah. not heavily invested as far as your time goes in you, your YouTube channel? Well, I think both. I think both are good because actually we run it where the show is uh, both. So we have video on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash believe loves you, and then we we use the audio as well, and we break it up into clips. And the reason. I apply the same, and and by the way, it's not perfect, but I looked at other shows that do the same thing. There are some national radio shows on terrestrial radio on like 240 stations. There's one in particular, and they're on YouTube as well. And they have, you know, you look at models, anything you're doing, any any online business, any traffic and leads generation that you're doing, which is really for a business, for a product or a service you're selling – you look at what others are doing and what's successful and every detail. I know in my business now there are details that I'm not doing and it would be better if I was doing those. But you go step by step and you try to have mm-hmm. little successes with as little money as possible, but enough to where, you know, it depends how much money you're working with. But if you have a little money, you, you know, you give yourself little successes so you don't give up and then you, you try to make those improvements that you see that the bigger company is doing. And you also make yours unique and you make it different. And also, you know, you're trying to be in markets where people are desperate buyers, where you, right. where you, where they really need help because generally you can really help them a lot. And the better you help them, the more they'll reward you with spending money on your products that are helping them. So are you, um, are you running YouTube ads? Yes. Yes, we're running YouTube ad, YouTube ads. You can actually, all YouTube ads are not just pre-rolls. You can also run search ads. So we're running search ads as well. So I'm actually losing money. I'm actually so into not just making money because I'm not actually selling anything at the time of this recording. We're selling nothing. So it's actually. You're just trying to get a following. Yeah, it's 100% my money just because I believe in this so much. The show's called Believe, but I believe in it so much. Um, we're actually running a contest, believecontest.com, where I'm giving away $250 gift cards to new subscribers that submit questions, and it's a loss. It's a complete loss. It's actually not a loss. It's an investment for me. I actually care about it. I want to help people have success, but I also want to address this bigger picture because I have to do it for myself. Not because I have everything figured out. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm running YouTube ads and I'm actually investing things. And, and actually, when you do that, when you run YouTube ads, if we're going to talk about the traffic and leads portion, not just for a show, but for anything, one important metric I can tell you about is earned views. And so if you run multiple video ads on AdWords, that's where you can run. Now, if you try to promote your video within YouTube, it won't give you as many options. So I advise people to go to AdWords and run a video campaign through AdWords, and you'll have more options than if you just go to your YouTube creator studio and hit promote your video. Go to mm-hmm. AdWords, and you can look at earned views. And if you have five videos, you'll go to the far right, and it'll describe earned views. And you can see the videos 
Earned views are free views. Like people, you've run an ad, they view your video. And again, you don't just have to, I don't run any pre-rolls because I personally, for a show, I it's not the right ad for me to run. But mm-hmm. earned views show you which videos people like more because the more the earned views means uh, they're watching another video for free. It's like a bonus. So if you have a video hitting 20%, like you, a thousand people pay to watch your video and then, you know, 200 of them watch an additional video for quote unquote free, like, you know, YouTube keeps track of that and you can see those are the winners, you know, so that's an important metric to, to check out with YouTube that's ads. Helpful. Yeah. So your whole point of running YouTube ads, um, is just to get people to watch your videos. Do you have a call to action in there or anything? How do you know that your money is well spent over there? Well, I think that when you're starting from nothing, you have to make things happen and you have to find ways to do that. And if you, you know, it depends what kind of business you have. I mean, if you're talking about what I'm doing right now, you know, you, well, I can tell the subscriber count is going up in a week. We had hundreds of subscribers and, you know, I talked to somebody that we both know actually very well. I think, Mm -hmm. I think we both know. And she said, I've been doing YouTube for a year. I don't have that many subscribers. (laughs) <laughs> and so that's awesome yeah. that's great you know, so how many can i ask how many subscribers you have on I youtube now getting as to 700 today you know and it's been that's nice like that's we- great it's been a few weeks so some videos are And how much have you put into it can i ask uh, a couple grand i mean probably around two thousand dollars maybe 2500 maybe two thousand something like that i mean I, you know, I, I mean, did, they are now subscribed. They'll get emails when you release a new video. They're basically following you. Like this is a pretty decent following for you that yeah. hopefully you'll be able to turn into when you start selling your product. Yeah, That's I, awesome. I agree. We have to do more things. By the way, I would tell your listeners to that something new with YouTube is to something we aren't doing yet, which I'm going to hit that you have to inform subscribers that to get emails, by the way, they have to now hit the, the notification bell next to the subscribe button or they will not get emailed anymore. So that's a new thing that I found out about. There you go. Wow. Um, My final question, if you have just a few more minutes, we had some tech problems, but um, why did you decide to go the YouTube route over the Facebook route? Just because you did not, we're not having a lot of luck with Facebook ads. Uh, Yeah, I would say we're still going to go the Facebook route, but in terms of paying, in terms of getting started, you know, with a show, it's a multi-pronged approach. I mean, there is public radio exchange, which you can get your podcast and things on um, terrestrial radio stations. You actually have to do a lot of things, as you know, Lindsay, of course. I mean, it you have to, you know, you can get people to mail. You can do a lot of things. And I would say this applies to any business. You're going to want multiple traffic sources in case one dies or one becomes unprofitable, I've had yeah. businesses where I, I'm spending six figures a month on one traffic source and it goes bad. Now, in two years, I did what some people do in 20 years in like two years, right, actually. But I, and I knew that. I knew it. But it was making a lot of money. You know, I tried other traffic sources. It wasn't working uh, after the, the thing stopped being profitable because other people found out about the technique. Things change quickly online, as you know. I mean, info products, mm-hmm. we talked about that. But, um, yeah, it's, I have to do a lot of things. I can't just do YouTube. I have to, I can do Facebook as well, but it's sort of a prioritization. You have to, you know, you go with the flow, you go with things that are working, and then you, 
you know, you, you have confidence enough to hire somebody to maybe work on Facebook. You find ways to do that at a lower cost. You know, there's things that develop as you go. And, but you have to have a lot of traffic sources, I would say, if you can, because they can change. And that way your business is diversified and you're not sort of going to lose if one goes bad. Fair enough. Let me ask you one more question yeah, about sure. this giveaway. Tell, tell us one more time about the giveaway oh, sure. that you're doing. So I'm really happy. Actually, if people go to believecontest.com, you can enter a contest, which is free. You don't actually have to buy anything. And it's just to subscribe to our iTunes uh, for our show, believecontest.com. And if you ask a question, instructions will be there, step one, step two, step three, and you subscribe, you ask a question. We had a lady call, and she won a $250 gift card because she asked the best question. So we do it a couple- What co- was her question? What was her question? She asked about, like, our show covers a lot of topics. It covers business and money, true success, health and wellness, news and our universe and she's kind of like that's a lot like how do all these things intertwine and the bottom line with that is that again people can have a lot of money and be miserable and Mm -hmm. actually you can have not a lot of money and be happy so it's kind of like everything's actually integrated and i went on about that for a long time not going to do that here but (laughs) believecontest.com and i'm taking a loss i i care about this so much i'm it's not a loss it's an investment i'm happy to give away my money to help people for free to build this brand, to to try to uh, integrate success and also the bigger picture of, of what's going on in the world, to find solutions and be positive, and also examine the pain because that's part of it. And it's it's tough to say it can be beautiful for me. I've had tough times like within the past three days, things that irritate me. But all of it is connected. And if we start exploring it, we can actually be more successful. Along, sure. so, oh, along with the specifics we're going over in terms of the tactics. Go ahead. Right. So how is that giveaway going? Like how well, many, it's honestly, slow. how many people have you got? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are. It's slow. Thank you for answering that. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> slow. I mean, listen, I don't, I, we're not, we don't have a ton of podcast downloads right now. We have a lot of YouTube views and I'm paying for a lot, but we also have a lot that become organic views, you know, thousands of organic views because I'm paying, you know, I don't know. Somehow yeah. it's in the subscribers and everything. It's growing with YouTube. Uh, iTunes is tough, as you know. Um, and are they coming and filling out your form no. for this contest? <laughs> not necessarily. No, they're not. I, I mean, love a you. Few. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this a, is why you're on the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a few are. I mean, when I say no, it's like. I know what you mean. I would like. Hopefully the audience does. Your mom did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm kidding. No, I mean, uh, I would like like hundreds to be doing that. And in a way, it's like, I guess it's like, you know, I'm giving it away. You know, the first was to the first caller. Like she won. Yeah. You know, it's just starting up. Like this is a startup like now. So. um, And when did you start? When did you start this project? Like a few weeks ago, the first shows came out. You know, so okay. maybe three three weeks ago ish. Yeah. I appreciate because some people actually like. I mean, I've literally had clients that feel like I'm going to put this form up and everyone's going to clamor towards right. it, and it's just like that is not at all how it works ever. No, you know, and so that's why I'm. It's just really great to hear you say <laughs> no. Not very many people are going to that form. Yeah, like I, I, you know, I've had people on the podcast that I'm sure would have been like, yeah. 
tons of people go to that yeah. form, you know? No. Like, the truth is, you got to push and pull, and it's hard work to do this online marketing. Yep, thing. and I have to simplify it. You know, so you look at you look at all parts of it. Can I simplify the form? Can I, you know, can I run the... You know, I actually did. I made a change. I was running solo ads to that page, and it was not... I was getting nothing, and then I... I did a traditional solo ad giveaway like you see many internet marketers do, a landing page where you just get the email address. And then like they hit a landing page with one of our videos and a free download to an episode. And then like, so you just have to switch things around sometimes. And then, and then I could, now I'm going to look at other traffic sources as opposed to only solo ads because now Mm -hmm. people don't open their email. Like I'm, I, you know, I did, I sold like info products after the supplements and like I'm looking at the open rates, I haven't really focused on it in about four or five years. And I'm like, man, like people aren't really using email, no. you know? Yeah. So, but there's still power in email, of but course, yeah, it's probably not. Course. It's not the heyday it used no. to be. Um, my final question yes. on this giveaway, and then I swear I'm gonna Thank let you, you go. <laughs> Your I'm, thoughts I'm, on like, um, you know, I've done giveaways before for clients. Like I did a Fitbit giveaway for this health client of mine. Um. And people ended up doing what we asked them to do and then quickly unsubscribe because they were just in it for the Fitbit. Sure. What are your thoughts on on that? Are you just like, it just doesn't matter. You're just, you want some traction. Is that what you're looking for or well, tell me? I guess I'm going to have to evaluate it. I mean, to be honest with you. Um, Honesty is all we accept on the Traffic and Leads that's podcast. Right. You are very honest and I like that, Lindsay. So I think that I'm going to have to evaluate it. I, I look at it as a good thing that, I think people might even think it's like too good to be true, like a $250 gift card for like nothing at believecontest.com. I'll, I'll plug it again, but it's like, if it doesn't work, I'll just find other things that do work, you know? So, um, that's what I'm going to do. I don't know. And, and you know, Tim Ferriss, I don't know that he's doing any giveaways and his podcast is huge. And you know, he wrote a book. It's like not so easy to replicate what he did either. Right. But there's, there's people that don't run any giveaways and they get traction. So, you know, they maybe they have PR, they hire somebody, a PR firm, maybe they do their own PR. There's a company, I mean, I'll just say right now, I've got a phone call with this company, C-I-S-I-O-N.com. I don't even know what, Cision? I don't know how to say that. C-I-S-I-O-N. That's why you had to spell it. <laughs> right. C-I-S-I-O-N.com, but your visit, you know, your listeners might it's like a PR company. They, I think they own PR web, actually. Everybody's mm-hmm. people have oh, heard of okay. PR web, but you can like do your own PR as well and try to get interviewed. And so you have to kind of like make adjustments. And that's the truth about anything people are telling you. You know, it's working for them because they have very specific things they're doing. And that's probably why they give it away or sell it even. I mean, we, yeah. you and I, Lindsay, you talk about things. You could sell your information. Your information is so good. You could pay for it and people get to listen to this for free. Your information, like what comes out of, you know, you, what you tell people is so valuable. So, I mean, people pay for products and people are selling things. They know, first of all, 90% of people aren't even going to do what the product says. And then things change so quickly. So usually if they do an info product, they might not be worried about competition because I I think, and and you and I know, it's important just to get those small victories and take some action Mm -hmm. so you can feel good, you don't give up, and then you're going to have to make adjustments. 
Amen. Yeah. All right. I'm going to let you go. I kept you I 10 minutes it. over. So I'm it. just going to throw it to you one more time. You're going to tell us again where to find you and what you want us to do. And then I'm going to let you go. Well, if people would like, if they want to support a new media that is positive, you know, we're really trying to change media and really go towards something that talks about success, but also a positive take on world news, finding solutions, but not just all sort of like positive and not it sort of ignoring reality, finding solutions and the beauty and the pain if we can, because I felt like crap. You know, I failed. I talked about some failures. I felt like crap, and probably a lot of people listening to this have. And and to feel like crap or to not feel like crap, we don't want to ignore it and pretend it never happens. Like, we can mm-hmm. explore the tough things in the world. So believe iTunes.com will take you right to our iTunes page. And it'll open iTunes. And if you want to enter a contest, you can ask me a question. I've done millions of dollars in sales online. I've also had some tough times. And I've had some awakening that we all can have in terms of maybe what's really important. And I want to help people just like you, Lindsay. I want to help people be successful and find their true purpose. So believecontest.com if you'd like to enter. And it's free. And you get uh, if you ask the best question, we do it a couple times a month. You get a $250 gift card. So thank you so much. You're doing an amazing thing, taking your time, helping so many people, and you should really be proud. And I know the people listening to this are actually really thankful to be able to listen to your show, Lindsay. Well, thanks again for being such an amazing guest. We will talk to you later. So how did you guys like that interview with Nicholas? It was really nice of him to come and share his failures, right? We can learn a lot from people's failures. He uh, is obviously a super successful guy. So if any of you are struggling with business, there's hope there that you have to fall many times before you succeed. And Nicholas is proof of that. So we really appreciate him coming on and being so transparent about his journey, his mistakes, and what he has learned from them. So that was a great interview. I hope you guys liked it as much as I did. So if you like the podcast, you know what I'm going to ask you to do right now. You're going to go and leave us a review and tell people that it's cool that you like it, that we're giving really good information because we put a lot of work into it. So I'd sure just love to hear from you and get a little review out there on iTunes. So that would be cool if you would do that. Make sure you check out the Traffic and Leads Ultimate Resource Membership Program where we hold your hand through online traffic and leads generation. So you can find out more at trafficandleadsmembership.com. Until next week, have a fabulous week.